This is my sleepy voice. And you are listening to Night Fictions, Episode 2, Can We Smell Danger, Part 1. ignites an explosion of light that brings everyone's favorite game show into existence. Our host stands in the center, arms stretched only slightly wider than the grin on his face. A screen above his head plays an animated loop of fireworks, and a shower of confetti falls upon him as he laughs and waves to the darkness outside the bubble of light. Oh, goodness me, we did miss you over the break, ladies and gentlemen, and I, for one, am burning deep down in my belly with excitement to be able to ask the question on all of your plump, juicy lips, can we smell danger? The screen above him now plays an animation of a nose snorting all manner of dangerous things. Weapons, poisons, wild animals, and finally, a cartoon version of the host himself. He places his hand over his mouth in feigned shock as his alter ego is hoovered up. Then the nose is squashed by the title of the show crashing down in a large, imposing font. And we are proud to be the only show on your screens that dares to ask the question, but I dare say we are not as proud as those to whom the question is asked. Speaking of which... Now, suddenly, three spotlights are switched on. Under each, a podium and a person. The light is intense. You feel it burning the back of your neck. A thin coating of sweat begins to form on your palms as you nervously grip the podium tighter. And the host now starts to swagger over to the podium furthest from you. Mm, Contestant number one, look at you, all ready to go. Listen, mate, who are you? Where'd you come from? Contestant number one is a serious-looking man. Tall, handsome, with dark hair and dark eyes. He wears a business suit with a business tie and business glasses. This, you think, is a man of business. Hello, hello, everyone. Uh, My name is Miguel. I am 27. I am a a businessman. Nailed it. And uh, I am from a a Spanish-speaking country. Ooh, how exotic! The host makes a number of ambiguous <laughs> gestures and noises before continuing. There we go, you know the name of the game. We're going to give you a task, and then we're going to ask the big question. Are you ready to play? Yes, I am ready, and uh, I am ready to be a big, big winner. <laughs> the studio erupts with applause for Miguel and his confidence. Our host takes him by the arm and leads him into the center of the studio. He snaps his fingers and walks away from contestant number one. Then, slowly, rising from the floor, a grid of terracotta pots, and inside each one, soil 
and a nondescript sapling. Miguel is focusing. He closes his eyes. He moves over to the side, where he finds a watering can. He picks it up. It is full to the brim with the dew of life. Miguel begins walking alongside one line of pots. He pours water into each one with great proficiency, moving swiftly to the next line, then another, then another until he is finally at the last line of pots. You stop watching Miguel for a moment, instead watching the soil darken and dampen in one particular pot. The sapling trembles and begins to stretch upwards. Yes, he did it. He made one grow. You look back at Miguel, excited for him. He's finished watering the last plant. His task is complete. goes silent once more. The lights change, and Miguel is led via a corridor of lighting to the center once again, where he awaits the host, who is walking down towards Miguel in slow motion. Finally, our host reaches Miguel and puts his arm around his shoulders, then rests his forehead against Miguel's, and says, Oh, bloody hell, Miguel, not gonna lie. My heart was in my mouth then. As you think you did? Miguel starts nodding confidently. Eh, hey, I was not too sure at first, but um, once I once I got into it, I think I did, uh, I think I did okay. So, uh, I'm very excited to see how I did. <laughs> the host nods, starts patting Miguel on the back. Yes, I think we all are, Miguel, my friend. Now, you know what time it is, don't you? Miguel nods once more and smiles, then lifts his hands up to reveal his fingers are crossed. You feel the urge to call out, to remind them that he did make one of the plants grow. That was, that was what he was supposed to do, right? Make a plant grow, and he did it. But before you can say anything, the host begins to sniff, taking in great gasps of air, but through his nose. Soon the audience have joined in, and a cacophony of sniffing fills the studio, until finally the host throws his head back and screams, Can we smell danger? see Miguel drying up and cracking until a final pat on the back from our host crumbles him and turns him to dust. The lights go down on Miguel's podium and the host lowers his head, removes a handkerchief from his pocket and dabs at his brow. 
Well, I suppose we did smell a bit of danger then, didn't we, ladies and gentlemen? Canned laughter reaches you from the darkness, and the host makes his way over to contestant number two in the middle podium. Right then, contestant number two! You've seen how it all works. Let's get to know each other first, though, eh? Who are you? Where'd you come from? Contestant number two is dressed in dark, baggy clothing. It's difficult to make out any kind of physical shape, and their face is an endless void. A black hole, perhaps, but one that does not engulf and consume. This one must be full up. Or perhaps it's a galaxy. Because you're sure you saw a star just now, twinkling somewhere distant in that face, where their nose would be. Contestant number two does not speak. They merely take a step back and open their arms out wide. The host reaches into his back pocket and pulls out a remote control. He waves it in the air for a moment and wiggles his eyebrows at the audience, then presses the big red button on it. Strange, glowing orbs descend from the rafters above. They begin to swirl erratically around contestant number two, who continues to stand tall with their arms outstretched as if they know exactly what they're supposed to do. Now... Their arms make light gestures up and down, and the orbs follow, and they flicker and leave trails of light behind them as they float up and down. And you think to yourself, what are they going to make you do? You don't have any talents. You don't know how to water plants. You don't know how to juggle light. You don't know how to smell danger. looks very serious. There is a pregnant silence here in the studio. For a moment you think perhaps the audience has disappeared. Then again, you could never see them in the first place, only here. But before you can get to the bottom of whether or not they ever existed, the host begins to move, stumbling clutching his chest as though he has been struck by some invisible force. That, I don't know about you ladies and gentlemen, but I think that was the single greatest thing that we have ever seen on this show. Contestant number two. Look at my face, yeah? Look at my face. He starts sniffing again. 
Not as violently as he did with Miguel. Gently, delicately this time, as though he's really trying to pick out a particular scent. No, no, we don't smell nothing. And do you know why? Because there is no danger, which means contestant number two, you are on to the next round! Now without skipping a beat, contestant number two walks away from their podium, into the centre of the studio, underneath a square spotlight awaiting them. They stand there, looking out to the darkness, when suddenly there is a click, and contestant number two falls down a trap door, into some dark abyss. The next round, you suppose. And when you finally look away and back up, the host is staring right at you. Are you still with us, contestant number three? <laughs> we haven't said hello yet. He's moving over now, and you are frozen like a deer in headlights. In fact, are his eyes headlights? You're sure they're glowing brighter. You can't meet his gaze, it's too intense. So you look down at his suit. And as he gets nearer, you see that previously you thought he was immaculate, spick and span, ready for the cameras. But actually, his suit is filthy, covered in smudges and grime of different colors. You're not even sure what color the suit should be. You risk another look up at his face. His eyes are not so bright anymore, but his lips, they're horrifically chapped, broken and dry, bleeding in places. Again, it's too much for you. You look down to his hands. He's holding something. It's a knife. Contestant number three. Three, 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 three. Who are you, mate? And where did you come from? He's right up in your face now and his breath stinks. You flinch, pull back, and as you open your mouth to try and respond with anything, suddenly you feel something. Shaking. You suppose you must be quaking in fear. But no, it's deeper, it's not just your body, it's... It's the floor. It's the whole building. In fact, you don't just feel it, you hear a rumbling now. And it looks as though the host does too, because his eyes start darting around. The shaking intensifies and you hear sounds of concern coming from the audience. Alright, alright, don't worry ladies and gentlemen, we can't smell any danger, so there can't be any danger, can there? He puts his arms out and gesticulates in a calming way to the audience, but it's no good. They're panicking now, and suddenly the ceiling bursts open, and the studio is showered with debris, cement and iron rods falling from the sky. Smoke and the screams of the audience fill the studio. You can't see a thing. You stay there, gripping your podium, unsure what to do. Then suddenly, in the smoke, lines? No, ropes falling down from the ceiling. Soldiers garbed in black military uniform repelling down. 
A pocket of smoke opens up and you see the host coughing and waving his arms to try and clear the air. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. Suddenly you feel a presence to your left. You look over and there, a figure is emerging from a cloud of smoke. A soldier. Her eyes are strong, fierce, muscular arms holding her gun tightly and she calls out to you. She steps back and disappears through the smoke, only her arms still sticking out, extended, hand waiting for you. You take another look at the host, who has more or less cleared the smoke around him, sees you, and is slowly coming closer. That's it, number three! Who are ya? And where the fuck did you come from? You turn away and bolt, grabbing the soldier's arm and you are pulled through to a different part of the studio, strangely clear except for three distinct pillars of smoke, and each with the soldier's arms sticking out. Which one do you choose? No time to think, you go for the middle one, and you are pulled through another clearing, this time with six pillars of smoke. Desperately, you start to think back on your life up to now to see if there might be some clue, something that's happened to you or something that someone said that might help you solve this puzzle. But nothing comes to mind. Nothing existed before this show. And so you grab arm number two. A wild guess. But it's right. And you are through to the next stage. Twelve pillars of smoke and twelve soldiers' arms now. Once again, you don't know what to do, and this time you shout. Help, help! Uh, somebody help me! I don't know which one to grab! And you are extremely surprised to hear a reply. A voice you recognize. You have to try number seven! Number seven! I am absolutely sure it is number seven! Miguel? Miguel, is that you? Trust me! I am a businessman! He's right, you know. He is a businessman. You grab number seven, and you are pulled through. Now... There are a hundred pillars of smoke and one hundred arms in front of you. For some reason, this time you have some clarity. Starting at hand number one, you high-five it and continue running along the line of hands. A high-five for each. The smoke clears and you are outside. Chopper blades thundering. The wind whips around you and you shield your face. A commotion of soldiers usher you forward. And in the chopper, you see her, waiting for you, arm outstretched. You grab hold and she pulls you aboard. You sit down and get strapped in. Put your headphones on. You made it! Good job! Let's get you out of here! Thank you for listening to Night Fiction's Episode 2, Part 1, Can We Smell Danger? Night Fiction's is a creation by Leah Beckesis, Andrew Wielden-Dennis, and Joe Irwin. This episode was originally improvised by Leah Beckesis on keys, Dom Clark on guitar, Andrew Wielden-Dennis on vocals, and Gavin Williamson-King on synth and samples. Produced by Leah Beckesis and Andrew Wielden-Dennis. Arrangement and composition by Leah Beckesis. Singing by Andrew Wielden-Dennis. The Soldier was played by Elsie Lovelock, 
The host, Miguel, and the narrator were played by Andrew Wielden-Dennis. 